الحمد لله وكفى وسلامنا على عباده الذين اصطفى أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن أول بيت مضيع للناس الذي ببكة مباركة مهدى للعالمين فيه آيات بينات مقام إبراهيم حن ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم اللهم صل على سيدنا محمد وعلى آل سيدنا محمد وبارك وسلم One of the very important principles in deen is this concept of seeking purity. One of the very important principles of deen is this concept of seeking purity. Um, because in general, um, we are a community of people that seek both physical purity and spiritual purity. Now, we know physical purity certainly because of just the way we handle ourselves the importance of maintaining hygiene, the importance of you know, performing wudu before prayer, the importance of just keeping ourselves well kept. Uh, but even spiritual purity is highly emphasized in deen. Uh, and we see this you know, through many examples in the Qur'an. Um, now in the context, now the, the measures that we often have to go to to seek spiritual purity, they're, um, they're, they, you, one can say they're a bit extreme. Meaning, we go out of our way to do whatever we can to purify ourselves from sins and from evil. And one of the ways by which this, uh, this one, of the, one of the systems that's in place uh, for us to be able to achieve this degree of purity is uh, to visit the haramain. Now, we've been talking about this over the last you know, few gatherings now about how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has designated and appointed a couple of cities and a couple of spaces or sanctuaries that are designed to provide us with a tremendous amount of benefit. And every human being, every believer should work toward developing a deep connection with these two cities. And we've talked about this, you know, over the last few weeks. We spent we talked about the importance of uh, or, the, or the sacredness and the sanctity of the space. We've talked about the difficulties that people have historically endured simply in order to you know, lay eyes or be a present within this space. And, 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 and today, I just wanted to touch upon the, uh, how this ties into our seeking purity, right? And how this is a space that allows us to achieve maximal purity, right? So what do we mean? We mean that, you know, over time, human beings, or believers in particular, we, through our interactions with people and through our interactions with the world, we tend to involve ourselves and engage ourselves in sins. And there's different ways by which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to remove filth from our body, right, spiritual filth. So for instance, tawbah we know is one mechanism. We know coming to the masjid is another mechanism. We know the Friday prayer is another mechanism. That in between these actions and these activities, sins fall off of ourselves so that we can achieve or attain some semblance of purity. Some semblance of purity. Uh, but we know the ultimate uh, form of purification in deen is when a person visits the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the intention of hajj. Right, that's the ultimate, you can say, uh, station of purity, or the, or, or the ultimate mechanism of, of, of purification. So that when a person, for instance, goes for Hajj, the Prophet ﷺ says that all of their sins are wiped away and they return back as a, as a brand new child. 
right? As if someone, a, a brand new, a, a newborn, a newborn baby has no uh, impurity, at least spiritual impurity in them, right? But a person who visits the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and in particular spends a few moments in these sacred spaces, and that person comes back as a newborn baby, meaning they have achieved uh, the uh, pinnacle of what we would call purification. Because these spaces are spaces in which purification occurs. And it occurs in these spaces better than it occurs in any other spaces. It occurs in these spaces better than it occurs in any other spaces. We know from, um, uh, we, we know for instance, uh, that uh, a person who goes and makes dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this space, their dua is accepted. We know that a person who performs tawbah and repentance in this space for tawbah is accepted. A person who um, uh, visits, for instance, the Kaaba and 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 uh, and uh, uh, walks around it right seven times, their sins are forgiven. You know, it's amazing if you think about the this concept of when we when we visit the Haramain, uh, in which again this is a station and a place of purity and sanctity. That uh, something that that, that that by design, this is a place where people come from across the world, and they carry their you know shoulder loads of impurities with them. Not physical impurities, but spiritual impurities. Right from all walks of life and all backgrounds, people come with all of these sins you know carried on their shoulders. And when they enter into that space and they enter the cycle of the tawaf and they enter the, the, the you know the seven circus of tawaf, these. Uh, these sins just fly off and they're removed. And and what's amazing is no matter how many people come with with, with the you know loads and loads of impurities they bring with them, uh, the system uh, never stops working. Right? Think about it. Right? I mean, if you even think, you know, if we look at if we look at the tawaf and you and you observe it, this notion of going around the Kaaba, and if you look, you know, from the top, for instance, the people that are closer to the center. I mean, this is just you know basic physics, but people closer to the center, um, uh, they, they they finish the tawaf more quickly. People that are further away finish the tawaf more slowly. So it kind of gives this very unique, um, you can say, appearance, um, almost like you you enter into a washing machine. And, and what happens with the washing machine cycle, right? That th- there has to be some circular force or some centripetal force t- in order for, for fill to be removed. And, and, and Tawaf is very similar in that way, right? It's almost like a centrifuge where impurities then collect on the outside, right? Everything just kind of flies off and what's pure remains on the inside. So when a person does Tawaf, for instance, all of their sins are being removed as they're doing Tawaf, uh, you know, it, uh, through this circular motion. It's very, very interesting. Um... But what's amazing too is that no matter you know normally when we think about any other circumstance you know for instance if you um, if you go to a car wash right and you have all these cars that come in with a uh, with with impurities right or you have um, uh, some other place like a uh, like a bathroom for instance over time the more it's used the more this space is used to remove impurities the dirtier it gets because you, people are just bring, you're just bringing filth and dirt into the space. But uh, in this space, what's amazing is that there could be thousands or millions of people that come and drop their impurities off there. But that space just becomes more and more, well, I shouldn't say more and more pure, but that space maintains its purity irrespective of the impurities that are brought in. What's amazing too is that these spiritual impurities that are removed in this space, uh, sorry, the impurities that are removed, you know, the sanctity of that space is such that, that even the, the locals maintain the uh, physical purity because of the sanctity. 
Right? We know that, for instance, you know, like in, in Masjid al-Haram in Mecca, the, the constant cleaning that occurs there, it's to remind us of, look, this is a place of purity. Right? The, there's like 30,000 carpets in Masjid al-Haram, like 30,000. And each of these rugs, they get washed uh, three times a day. Like shampoo, carpet shampooed three times a day. Right? Three times a day. I mean, every, every uh, square inch of that space is constantly being monitored right, to maintain cleanliness and purity. These are the extremes that you know, the caretakers of the haram go in order to maintain the physical purity of this place because this is a space of purity. This is a space of purity. So anyone who visits the haram is purified. They enter into the circuits of tawaf, they become purified. They enter, they walk through the circuits of sa'i, they're purified even further. And anyone who comes and then leaves that space and drops off their bags and bags of impurities comes back as like a newborn child. But despite the impurities that are brought, the place continues to remain clean and it continues to purify and it will remain a source of purification until the end of time. Now, individually, on an individual basis, what does that mean for us, right? I mean, sometimes we go through life and we just accumulate so much impurity through a sin that we're caught up in or through just our negligence of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And sometimes we need this power wash cycle that can help eradicate these things. And there's really no solution for us. I mean, we, we try, we make tawbah, we come to the masjid, we do X, Y, and Z. But ultimately what we need is like this very powerful wash cycle that, can, that, that we can enter into, remove everything, and then we can come out. Right? And, and what's amazing too is that no matter where, you know, no matter where we're from or no matter what sins we perform, there's, there's diversity in the impurities that we bring, right? The human beings that bring impurities to the haramain. There's tremendous diversity in the types of impurities that are brought. One person's sin is, you know, looking at things the wrong, in, in an inappropriate way. One person's sin is missing salah. One person's sin is talking back to their parents, etc., etc. And all these sins are brought. This is wide array of sins. And then, not just their diversity in the types of sins, but where the sins come from. Where people are coming from, you know, Malaysia with, with their sins from Malaysia. Malaysian types of sins. People are coming from America with their American sins. And all these different forms of sins come and enter into the space, no matter how diverse and how diversified they may be. But yet, everyone comes out with that same degree of purity. It's incredible. It's incredible. You know, the Prophet ﷺ, now there's purity in the actions that are performed there. There's purity that's achieved by simply visiting these places as well. About the city of Medina, the Prophet ﷺ said uh, that uh, Medina, the city of Medina, it's like a furnace. This is a hadith that's narrated in both Sahih Bukhari and Muslim. It's like a furnace. Uh, it expels uh, its impurities and makes use of what is pure. Right? The city of Medina is like a furnace. In fact, when the Sahaba عنهم, first made hijrah with the Prophet وسلم, when they first arrived into Medina Munawwara, many of the Sahaba became very sick. Many of them became very sick and, and very ill. Uh, and to the point where they, they disliked Medina upon, when they first arrived there. They actually disliked it. They're like, what, why, what are we, why did we come here? Like we were, we were comfortable. We, we, we weren't ill when we were in Makkah Mukarramah, now we arrive here and the winters are colder, etc. Um, but, but this is a, a means of purification, you know, even when we visit. So the Prophet said that Medina is like a furnace. It expels impurities and makes use of what is pure. And in another hadith, which is in Bukhari, the Prophet said that um, uh, it, uh, uh, turns out bad people as a furnace removes 
the impurities of iron, right? When, when you want to purify something, you have to apply like an intense form of heat, especially metal in particular. And the Prophet ﷺ used this as an analogy to describe the purification that occurs for people that come into the city of Medina Munawwara. Right? That there's a, a degree of purification that occurs there that can't occur anywhere else. It, it, it's not possible. It, it, it just can't occur anywhere else. Uh, and uh, so, so it's important for us to appreciate this, right? That uh, in this day and age where there is an immense amount of impurities uh, wherever we go, and we ourselves have tainted our hearts with uh, impurity upon impurity upon impurity, um, that when we're seeking purity, amongst many of the other things that we do, including, as we mentioned, reciting Qur'an and coming to the masjid, etc., etc., um, but that we also make an intention to you know, eradicate ourselves fully from impurities by visiting those spaces which are designed to be spiritual washing machines, high-powered spiritual washing machines where a person can essentially ruin their life, right, in disobedience of Allah Ta'ala, but can go there and, and, and come back as a newborn child, and can come back, you know, completely clean, right? This is the, the power of these spaces. This is the, the sanctity that comes. You know, the Prophet Sallallahu said, um, uh, that, you know, just, just talk, you know, we talked about sanctity of the Haramain and how, you know, nothing can be harmed, and nothing can be, I mean, again, emphasizing all tying into purity, Nothing can be harmed. Nothing can a tree can be cut, etc. You know, there's also uh, stipulations against criticizing, for instance, the people of Medina, because the people of Medina have a degree of purity in them as well. You know, the Prophet ﷺ said, "No one plots against the people of Medina except that he will be, uh, he or she will be dissolved or uh, destroyed, like salt dissolves in water." Right? Even just plotting against the city of Medina because of the, the purity that comes from it. In fact, the Prophet ﷺ called the city of Medina when he arrived. He said, this is Thaba. This is Thaba. So, there, the, uh, you know, amongst the many, many benefits that come from visiting the Haramain, uh, and when, amongst the many goals that one can achieve from, from trying to visit the Haramain, one primary goal, one primary goal for us is that, look, for those of us that have uh, that are seeking Allah Taala and know that we we need to remove the impurities that we've you know collected on our own hearts, that these are the most powerful spiritual washing machines that we'll ever encounter. And by visiting and entering and exiting these places, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala eradicates the impurities from our bodies. So may Allah Subhanahu wa Taala grant us the tawfiq to appreciate uh, the 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 the, inhan- the, uh, the the inherent purity uh, in in the cities of Mecca and Medina. May Allah Subhanahu wa Taala uh, allow us to visit so that we may return as newborn children. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to value its sanctity. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.